you're tuned into From the Pulpit to Podcast, where faith meets modern conversation, bringing timeless truths to the tip of your ears, from church aisles to your daily miles. And now, here's the voice that bridges the gap between tradition and today's world, Evangelist Brian Rambler. Four ways to know if you're hearing God's voice. Listen, our lives can sometimes feel like constant noise. Amen. Voices from every single side influencing the way we think, the way we feel. Mm. But in the midst of it all, there is one voice. One voice. We need to hear from the most. And that is the voice of the Lord. Glory. When you're seeking the answer to one of one of life's challenges, when you're seeking the answer to one of life's challenges, do you ever wonder if you're hearing God's voice? Or is it just your own voice? Maybe you're hoping to hear from him, but you don't know what you don't know what to get it wrong. You don't want to get it wrong and make a bad move. Do you want to hear him today about your finances, your children, your marriage, and your health? Well, tonight, my friend, there is good news because God is speaking to you all the time. I remember A.W. Tozer said this. He said, it's the nature of God to speak. He wants to have the, all the fellowship with you. He wants to, you to hear him all the time. Mm, glory. God has promised to lead his children by his spirit Enable them to know his voice. That means that you can learn to know exactly what the Spirit of God is saying to you about every single situation. (laughs) You don't have to go through life blindly making decisions or relying on your own abilities. No, 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 no. When you learn to tune into God's voice tonight, my friend, it won't be an occasional event, but an everyday part of your life. Glory to his name. That's why in the New Testament, Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let them hear. He said it 15 different times. You can learn how to hear the voice of God. So number one, let's talk about it tonight. Number one, put in those comments. Number one, check your receiver. (laughs) Come on, put it in those comments tonight and say, Check your receiver. Come on, I want to see every single person watching. Say, check your receiver. Jeremiah 29 and 13. And you will seek for me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Have you ever tried to watch TV or listen to the radio without turning it on? Of course not. (laughs) You already know that if you don't turn on the receiver... You're not going to hear a thing. When you do turn them on, you're fully expecting to hear something. Glory to his name. So you have to ask the question at that point. So how do you check your spiritual receiver? Let's bring down the organ a tiny bit more. The one way to know if the spiritual receiver is turned on is to answer this question. You ready? You ready? Let me see. You ready? Say in those comments, say, I'm ready, Evangelist B. Come on. Say it in those comments. Say, I'm ready, Evangelist B. Here it is. You ready? (laughs) Do you expect to hear from God? 
Some people say, well, God just doesn't talk to me. But here's the important truth. Even if you don't feel like God speaks to you, he does. In fact, he's speaking to you right now. But if you aren't expecting to hear from him, you haven't even turned on the receiver. Now, let me be clear. He isn't going to scream, yell, and demand that you pay attention. No. He is always speaking to you, but he speaks in a still, small voice. 1 Kings 19 and 12 tells us that. So to hear him, you have to tune in and listen very, very carefully. Another way to describe the way we hear God's voice is through an inward witness. Well, evangelist, what's an inward witness? God doesn't communicate with us the way we communicate with one another. No. His communication comes from, the, from his spirit to your spirit and my spirit. And then your spirit communicates what you hear to your mind. That is what we call an inward witness. It's very similar to a thought or a prompting. It's very subtle and requires a closeness with God and regular practice to hear it more quickly and clearly. That's why the more time we spend, the more time we spend with the Lord and the more you practice tuning to his voice, the more it will become a voice that thunders in marvelous ways according to Job 37 and 5. Glory. So, how do you come to a place where you know whether it's you or the Lord? Hmm. <laughs> Certainly in knowing that you are hearing God's voice comes to a person who is united with him. 1 Corinthians 6 and 17. United means joined or in a union. It doesn't apply to someone who's not living for God. It applies to whomever seeks him diligently spends time fellowshipping with him through prayer and obeys the command of his words. Glory. And in his word. A receiver who is intact and ready to tune into the voice of God is one who is expecting to hear him from and is willing to learn to know his voice. Glory to his name. Number two. Find his frequency. Put it in those comments and say, find his frequency. Find his frequency. John 10 and 4, it says this. They know his voice. Hmm. There was once a time when you had to work to tune into a program on the radio or a television set. How many remember those days? I know I'm young, but I still remember those days. Braxton and these kids have no idea. You had to find the right frequency. You'd have to go up, go up to the little antenna ears. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Come on, say something here. You know you remember. And you would have to move them around until you get the right signal, right where the pictures go. You'd see all those lines just going and going. But if you just tilt it the right way, sometimes you had to add aluminum foil to get it to work right. Come on. Or how about on your radio when you would have to sit there and just tune it and just keep turning that knob till Finally, you got it. You, you had to find the right frequency. You never questioned if it was broadcasting. You knew it was. But you had to do your part 
to find the frequency and tune in. <laughs> so how do you locate the frequency God uses to speak to you? Well, most often we miss his frequency because we're tuned in to hear some huge revelation when in fact he's giving you simple instructions. That's why we will do what that's what that's what he will do when you first begin to hear from him. And he will continue to do this, my friend, for the rest of your life here on earth. Obedience in the simple things is a very important to God. It reveals the willingness of your heart. So if you're waiting on God for God to send you out to part the Red Sea, you may be missing what he's saying to you right now, which might be to clean out your closet and stop watching certain TV shows or spend more and spend more time with your children. It's tight, but it's right. <laughs> he will talk to you about the small things in your life, things you need to change, adjustments you need to make. He'll begin to deal with you where you are, which most often involves helping you walk in God's best by getting rid of things that are holding you back. Mm. Well, what could be holding you back? Hard-heartedness, pride, that's the biggest one, jealousy, bitterness. What's holding you back? God wants liberty and freedom for our lives. And that begins with the training. He teaches us how to be led by the Spirit. But if we disobey these promptings and the little things, we won't graduate to the bigger assignments. Sometimes the small things he asks us may seem unimportant or involve giving up things that we might enjoy. But to reach a level of intimacy with God where we hear his voice, and we are launched us into the new place in the spirit, obedience must be, obedience must become a non-negotiable in our lives. That's why in Matthew 18, it tells us to become like little children, which means to not be high-minded and think we're all-knowing. Hmm. To find God's frequency, you must be willing to hear his voice in the small things. Glory. Number three. Learn to discern his voice. Come on. Put it in those comments tonight and say learn to discern his voice. Learn to discern his voice. John 10 and 27. My sheep hear my voice. If your spouse or your closest friend calls you on the telephone, do you know it's them before they tell you? Of course. But how? And don't say because of the caller ID. Don't say that. Because you spent so much time with them, the sound of their voice and their way of saying things has become well known to you. Easy to recognize. Well, that's the same is true when it comes to our relationship with God. If you want to get to a place where you don't have to wonder whose voice you're hearing, yours, the devil's, or God's, you need to spend time with the Lord. A lot of time. 
But if you keep your mind and heart full of the things of this world, it'll be difficult for you to differentiate between the Spirit of God and your own thoughts. That, my friend, is the definition of a carnal mind. One that has not been renewed by the Word of God. The more time you spend with Him, the more time certain you'll become about hearing God's voice. It isn't just timing, taking just time talking to Him, though. We learn His voice when we listen to His voice. That's why in Matthew 7, 5, He said, This is my beloved Son. Listen to Him. Mm. Glory. Number four, line it up with His Word. The Bible. Come on. His Word. 2 Timothy 3 and 16, we all know it. All Scripture is what? Inspired by God. Hmm. One sure way to know if you're hearing God's voice is to line it up with what you hear against the Word of God. God will never tell you to do, think, or say anything contrary to His Word. That again is tight, but it's right. If you have a thought and you don't know if it's from God or not, you can look it up in the Bible and settle it right away. Don't take the preacher's word for it. Look it up for yourself. God knows we need people to get in their Bible again. I wish to God we would bring our Bibles back to church again. Bring His Word. Don't bring it on your cell phone. It's great to have it on there. But be paper Bible saved, my friend. Bring your Bible to church. And we wonder why we can't hear God's voice. And we wonder why we're in the situation again. Because we can't even take time to get in His Word. Whew, I'm going to get mad. I need to calm down. The Spirit of God will only tell you to do things that will give you a more abundant life. Every change He tells you to make is designed to bring blessings into our lives and to minister grace to you. So He isn't going to tell you to refuse to forgive someone or spend money frivolously or anything else that doesn't match the Word of God. Evangelist B, why are you so upset? Because I am sick and tired of seeing God's people live pitiful lives. The church is in a pitiful state. Why? Because we've had pitiful preaching. If you could even call it preaching. Mm. Well, let me calm down here. God has so much more for you. But you got to get into his word. You've got to get in his word daily. You want to see things change in life? Get in his word. Get in his word. Just not two points of grace, grace, grace. And listen, we thank God for his grace. But my God, we take advantage of it. Hmm. Lord have mercy. The spirit of God... <clears throat> We'll only tell you to do things that will give you more abundant life. Like I said, every change he tells you to make is designed to bring you the blessings. My God. God always agrees with his written word. And his word always agrees with him. Psalms 138 and 2. 
Come on, let's go there. Psalms 138 and 2. Psalms 138 and 2. Here's what it says. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness, for your truth, for you have exalted your word above all your name. That means God has put his name on his written word. The way we would put our names at the bottom of a contract. <clears throat> he has given us his word as a covenant and signed it in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. Since God cannot lie, there is no way, my friend, tonight, he will ever do anything or say anything contrary to his word. He has absolutely joined himself to it forever. God trains us to recognize his voice through his written word. He uses it to tune our spiritual ears to what, the, to what is real so we can easily recognize a counterfeit. So that's why I'm telling you, man, get back into your word because some of y'all are falling for these fake, fake, half-baked, prophetic TikTok prophylias. You can't even tell they're a counterfeit. Why? Because you're not in his word. Evangelist, you sound angry tonight. I'm a little, I got a little bit of holy anger in me. Again, I'm sick and tired of seeing God's people be pitiful. Man, listen. This kind of, this, this, listen. I was in a tent revival the other night on Wednesday night. And I'm telling you, you need to go follow him. His name is Ankit uh, Rob. Lord have mercy. I'm going to mess up that man's name. Let me give it to you. I want to make sure I get it right because he is something. He is awesome. But his name is Ankit Rambua or something. I'm sorry, man. I know I messed up your name. I, Lord, I hope you ain't watched this. But listen, he's a powerful evangelist. The Lord told him to move from India to come and be a missionary to America, which you would never think we would need. But we do. Here's why, man. I mean, this, he works in miracles, signs and wonders. Under this tent, I watched people that couldn't walk, get up and walk, eyes healed, everything else. But I watched a couple of these people get healed and then walk back for their crutches and walk back for their canes. I'm sitting there thinking, what in the world? Whose report do you believe? Whose report do you believe? You got to look out, man. You got to look out for the stuff. Get yourself in the word and whatever God's word says, that settles it. He says you're healed. So that's it. Done. Got to watch our thinking. But when you're trained to hear God's voice in his word, the devil won't be able to sneak deceptions on you. When he tries to razzle and dazzle you with some religious sounding voice that says, I love you, my son, but it's just not my will to heal you at this time. You won't buy that foolishness because it's foolishness. I, listen, oh, I can't stand it. My God, I got some. I need to calm down, Brax. I got some holy anger tonight. Listen, I can't stand it when we sit there and we pray for people. And then we say this. We say, well, 
Well, if it's God's will, come on, man, hit the organ. Hallelujah. When, when, if it's God's will to heal you, of course it's his will. Well, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, if, if God don't heal you, give me the grace to get through. Are you kidding me? No, that's not God's voice. If you know his word, you'll rise up and say, that's not God's voice. That's a lie from hell because it doesn't agree with what his word says. In Isaiah 53 and 5, by his stripes, we are healed. Glory to his name. I'm going to jump out of this chair right now. To live in confidence that you're hearing from him. You need to have the knowledge of his word continually in your heart. And you do this by drawing near to God like James 4 and 8 says. That's your part. To seek him. God's not going to run you down. Your part is to, to, to diligently seek him. That involves spending time in the word and in, your pra in prayer. And whatever place you give him in your life, the spirit of God will fill it up for you. Hmm. You want to know the best part about hearing God's voice? You won't just avoid counterfeit voices. You'll be given access to secrets and revelation knowledge that'll make you the head and not the tail, according to Deuteronomy 28 and 13. Now, let's go to Jeremiah 33 and 3. Come on. Glory. Glory. Jeremiah... 33 and 3. Hmm. Jeremiah 33. Come on, I'm going to see it in the comments. I know I'm being, I know I'm little, y'all quiet tonight on me. It's tight, but it's right. I just want to see you get the victory. You shouldn't have to wait. You shouldn't have to live in a defeated life. That is not God's plan for you tonight, my friend. Number three, cause Jeremiah, put it in those comments. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call to me. Hmm. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel concerning the houses of the city and concerning the houses of the king of Judah which are thrown down to make a defense and siege mounds against the sword. Glory. All you have to do is pursue a life in which you hear the voice of God. Heed it and walk into the victory you never thought was possible. So when you check your receiver, you find his frequency. You learn to discern his voice and line up what you hear with his words. Hearing God's voice won't be an occasional event. It'll be a lifestyle. And when someone asks you, what is the Lord, what is the Spirit of God telling you today? You won't hesitate for a moment. You'll know exactly what to say. Glory to his name. Now I want to pray with you tonight. I'm going to pray that you open your ears. You open to what thus saith the Lord. And I know that I know that I know God is going to do it for you. Glory to his name. If this helped you tonight, put it in the comments. Say, Evangelist B, I needed to hear this. Come on. Let me see it in those comments. Say, Evangelist B, 
I needed to hear this. Come on, let me see it. Evangelist B, I need to hear this. That's right. That's right. Glory to his name. Father, we come to you in the precious and matchless name of your son, Jesus. First, we come giving you honor. We come to praise you. We come to give you thanksgiving, Father. If there's anything in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit that's not right, get it out of us right now, Father. We repent for every Thing that we said, done, thought, acted upon that was not your will and what you've told us to do. Father, if there's any bitterness, if there's any pride, if there's any unforgiveness, Father, forgive us, Father. Create in us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit in us. Father, we're sorry for not being in your word more, Father. Father, we know that you hear our cry tonight, Lord. We want to hear your voice more and more and more and more, Father. So speak to us the only way you can. By your word to us, Father. Father, we promise. We promise, Lord, we make a covenant with you right now. Come on. We make a covenant with you right now, Father, that we're going to get into your word. We're going to get into your word more and more and more, Father. Daily we'll be in your word. Father, we thank you for the victory. That you've already given to us, Father. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, Father. We love you. We magnify you. We extol your name tonight, Father. We know, we know, we know, we know that we have the victory. We know that we have the victory, Father. Now we proclaim Romans 4 and 20. We did not waver at the promise of you, Lord, through unbelief. But we're going to be strong in our faith. Giving all glory to you, Father. And being fully persuaded that what parts you have promised to us, God, you're able to perform. You are able to perform it, Father. You are able to perform it, Father. Hallelujah. And according, Father, glory to his name. To Isaiah 55. 55 and 11, Father. So shall your word go out of your mouth. It shall not return unto you void. But it shall accomplish which you please. And it shall prosper in the thing that you have sent it. For, Father, I thank you that we are going out with joy and we are being led out, Father, with peace. Father, we thank you. We're claiming that every single thing you have spoken to us is a yes and amen. And we take hold of that promise, Father, and we hold on to it and we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Father, we thank you for it. And we're careful to give you the glory and the honor and the praise. And if you believe it tonight, Put it in those comments and say, so be it unto me. Come on. Put it in those comments and say, so be it unto me. Whew. So be it unto me. So be it unto me. Glory to his name. Now, come on, just take 30 seconds. Lift your hands and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Father, we love you. We magnify you. We extol your name. There's no one like you. There's no one beside you, Father. We love you and we whoosh.
glory. We magnify you, glory. Now listen, hallelujah. It's time to seed, y'all. It's time to seed. I want you to help me stick it to the devil. (laughs) I want you to help me stick it to the devil. How do we do that? By seeding. By seeding into the ministry. Well, you say, "Uh, well, listen. The day you stop seeding is the day you stop multiplying. Did you hear me? The day you stop sowing seeds is the day you stop multiplying. Hmm. I'm going to teach on this soon. Look at Abraham. He had two seeds. A good seed and a bad seed. The good seed was Isaac. The bad seed was who? Ishmael. (laughs) What type of seeds are you sowing? Are you seeding good seeds? Are you seeding bad seeds? That doesn't only come to with tithes and offering and offerings, everything in your life. But listen, sow unto good ground and help me stick it to the devil. Glory to his name. Join the Judah tribe tonight. Go to brianrambler.com and you can join the Judah tribe and help us stick it to the devil. I'm telling you, I'm fully expecting things from the Lord in these next two months. Two in these next two months. God is about to blow your mind. Hear me tonight. God is about to blow your mind. Why? You've been faithful. You've been faithful to constantly give. You've been faithful in the small things. You've been faithful not to run your mouth about people. Come on. You've been faithful about your attitude. And God is about to reward you. God is about to reward you. Hear me tonight, my friend. God is about to reward you. Uh, Let me find it. God is about to reward you. Glory, 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 glory. Listen, it's right here. Let me find it. Glory. Here, Amos 9 and 13. Put it in the comments. Amos 9 and 13. And this is a word for you tonight, my friend. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed, the mountain shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine. They shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land and they shall never again be uprooted out of the land that I've given them, says the Lord. It's breaking in your favor tonight, friend. Hear me tonight. It is breaking in your favor. Now listen, again, I want you to help me stick it to the devil. Whether you become a a partner tonight, which I hope you do, or you want to give a one-time seed. Now, how do you know what's a good seed and a bad seed? Whatever number is bigger that the Lord gave you, that's the good one. (laughs) Help me stick it to the devil tonight. Give your best love offering tonight on brianrambler.com. Become a Judah tribe member 
and, and help us reach people for the gospel. 2024, I know 2023 is not done yet. Oh, I feel you, Father. Thank you. I feel, I feel some seduction of the Holy Ghost tonight. Listen, help me stick it to the devil. 2023 is not done yet. I'm telling you, these last couple months are going to blow our minds. And all we're going to be able to say, it's marvelous in our eyes. But 2024, man, you just wait and see what we're about to do. We are going to take so much territory for the kingdom because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That giving to the gospel, that's what it's about. To take territory for the kingdom and take it back from the devil. He has no right, no authority. You know, people say dumb things like, well, the devil is strong, but our God is stronger. The devil has power, but our God is more powerful. No, the devil has no power. Stop saying such dumb stuff. The devil has no power. Your Bible says God has all power, which means the devil has nothing. So don't let fear take you. Don't let anxiety take you. Don't let what your bank account says. No. Stick it to the devil. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. But listen, you can do so by going to brianrambler.com. Listen, this weekend, uh, this weekend, I'm going to be at Full Gospel Church in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And then the next week coming up after that, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to do a harvest revival at Faith Temple Ministries uh, Church of God. Listen, Bradenton, Sarasota, Palmetto, Ellington, Wachula. It's not that far. Avon Park, all that surrounding area. The Lord is about to do something special in that meetings. I've been praying and seeking the Lord. I've told the Lord I'm going to see signs, miracles, and wonders and renewal. And I believe that God is going to do it. I feel the Holy Ghost so strongly right now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He is going to do it. He is going to do it. So join me. They'll be live if you're in, in PA or whatever. But listen, if you have to come from wherever you are, surrounding areas, get to those meetings. I am telling you now, God is about to do something marvelous. Whew, glory to his name. Listen, Jasmine and I love you so much. We appreciate you. We appreciate every single partner and friend of the ministry. We love you. We pray God's blessings over you. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not belief. You are belief. You are the lender and not the borrower. And God is about to break you through in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you receive it one more time, say, so be it unto me. Come on. So be it unto me. Hallelujah. I love you. We appreciate you. I can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday night. Blessings to you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today on From the Pulpit to Podcast. What a journey we've had together. If today's message touched your heart or got you thinking, make sure to subscribe for our weekly content so you never miss an episode. And for those who want to stay even more connected, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle at BrianRamblerMin. Dive deeper into our community and keep the inspiration flowing. For our schedule, exclusive merch, and to become part of our special Judah Tribe community, visit our website at brianrambler.com.
We've got some fantastic resources waiting just for you. Let's keep the faith, share the love, and walk this journey together. Until next time, stay blessed and stay connected. From all of us here at From the Pulpit to Podcast, take care and see you soon.